0: February 27th, 2023, this morning's class and the classes throughout the week are donated in memory of Ruth Bat Gilson, Ruth Gindi, Aleha, Shalom. We're in Masechet Betza and Amud Aleph, 12 lines from the top, the second word on the line. The Gemara is continuing in the middle of a Beraita. The Beraita had begun with a description of the laws of Efir Kira. It continues with the Halakha, which begins as follows, if a person entered into his gina, his garden, or his churva, a ruined area, um, a large pile of dirt. You're allowed to use that dirt over the course of the holiday for any purpose. Again, the, the simple and, uh, and unspecified thought of the person as he brings that pile of dirt, into his uh, uh, area of, uh, of, of garden or of chorva uh, is uh, just to use it for any purpose. And as a result, that's considered, that dirt, mukhan, it's considered prepared to the extent that there would be no problem of mukzeh or any other issue with regards to using that dirt on Yom Tob. Is it meaning specifically kisui hadan that we've been addressing and talking about until now with regards to hayan off? Not necessarily, it means any usage is permitted. That, after all, is the mindset of the person when they specify, when they place this pile of dirt. In any of those areas, VeAmarav Yehuda. That's the end of the Beraita. Now, Rav Yehuda is a Rabbi from the time of the Gemara and Emora. He furthermore remarked, Machnis Adam Melokupato Afar VeOseba Kol The statement of Rav Yehuda is a person can bring in Melokupato. A kupa is something a little bit smaller. We're not talking about such a large uh, pile, of, a mound of dirt any longer. I got a box of some sort, a container of dirt. And in that circumstance as well, it's permitted to use the dirt for any purpose. Of course, Rav Yehuda appears to be just reiterating the words of the Mishnah. How is Rav Yehuda in any way, again, a rabbi from the time of the Mishnah, in any way adding to or uh, explaining the words of the Beraita that we had just right beforehand. Tosafot in the wide lines, that's four Can lines down. Yes. Tosafot, the fourth line in the wide line says Loshan wrong one. Uh, several more lines down, maybe eight, nine lines down. Ve Yehuda, adam says Tosafot, asks Tosafot, Vim I'm reading again from the wide lines at the bottom of the page. When they got widest, about 10 lines down, what is Ravida coming to add to the words which preceded him several hundred years in the Beraita? After all, the Beraita said explicitly, quote, So this <laughs> answers to initially. Nathan preempts Tosafot based on the interpretation of rashi in truth veyesh lomar de le perush rashi niha the interpretation based on the way rashi uh, had an explanation of the gemara we can uh, we can resolve this matter de kish afar le ginato mai rashi harbe biyachad Initially, the beraitah's reference was specifically to a large amount of dirt. That large amount of dirt, you look at it and nobody in their right mind imagines that dirt is now a part of the ground of the garden, now a part of the ground of the horba. Nobody says that. Everybody says it's a large mound of dirt. It stands separate from it. Your mindset was on it initially. There's no bitu karka. We don't imagine that it's in turn just a part of the ground, in which case it would be problematic. And the whole time that it's piled up, person looks at that mound of dirt, doesn't say that became the ground, the shitihav, uh, of my gina, the spread out uh, dirt in my garden. Know, but it's on the ground, there's no separation. You go and you look at a construction site, there's large mounds. Certainly those large mounds of rocks and of dirt will become a part of the uh, structure of the building, of the ground that's around it. At this point it's separate. And as a result, that large amount, nobody would, and in turn, the beraita does not suggest that it becomes batil. it becomes problematic, it becomes a part of the ground. However, in the context of Rav Yehuda, the circumstance with regards to Rav Yehuda's specific situation is, He didn't bring in a large amount. He didn't bring in a large amount. The statement in turn of Rav Yehudahs, you may have imagined since you brought such a small amount, maybe there is bitul, maybe it becomes annulled and just a part of the ground and as a result forbidden for usage. The chidush, the novelty then of, of Rav Yehudahs, even that's permitted. Tosafot continues, it says, says, the second interpretation is tos- Tosafot. Perhaps in the Beraita, the specific words, if you paid attention to them, were not only were you machnis athar, as opposed to the words of Rabbi Yehuda meloku a large amount versus a small amount. Uh, listen to what you could do with it. The Beraita says uh, you can bo, you can use it to cover up. The words of Rabbi Yehuda, in contrast, are oseba oseba kol sorko. You can do with it all of your usages, which means not only covering up, maybe the novelty, maybe the extension of Rav Yudah is not only covering up, but the mindset of a person is anything. Mars Benin will and already has helped me with other usages with regards to um, uh, dirt, well, he helped me with ashes, but. Dirt as well can apparently be used on Yom Tov for other usages other than just covering up, forget, forget about blood and, uh, and and smelly things. But it can be used for other things. That's the second suggestion of Tosapot. What what it all amounts to though is that the Beraita and Rav Yehuda. What's that? No more specific. No, no, quite the opposite. The Beraita says lechassotvok. Rav Yehuda says kolzerchav. Right. That's the. So, so, as a result, the suggestion is Ravida 's is only expanding that uh, prism, that vision of the Biraita and permissibility. Okay, but that's what we have. We have the statement of the Biraita, we have the statement in turn of Ravida with regards to the afar. Again, the words are Hamukhan <laughs> mi The dirt was prepared before the holiday. Continu- Which one of the... The second answer of to yeah, Tosafot? Second answer. second answer of Tosafot is that perhaps since it's Afar, and as I just said, what else are you using <laughs> the Afar for other than covering up? Rav Yudas says, no, the Stamda'at of human beings is not as uh, simple as enlightenment. It's Afar, not if I was permitted to use a book to read so I can't use a book to hold up a table. That, that I would never have thought would be a problem. Correct, correct. Absolutely. It's that Afar perhaps would be specific for the usage of covering up, correct? Yes, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's all mukhan mi ba'odiyo. That's the issue. That's right. He specified it for nothing, which means his da'ato is <laughs> al daba. Small, so kind of there, absolutely, absolutely, outside. absolutely. Okay. Even though he put it in his gina, he could bring it into the home for usage. There says the Gemara Darash Morzutra Misheme de Morzutra Raba, a younger, later generation Rabbi whose name was Morzutra, quoted in turn an interpretation from an earlier generation Morzutra Raba, the grand and great and older Morzutra, in interpreting these words of Rav Yehuda that you can be mishtamesh for the Khav that you can use it for all matters. He said, well, let me explain to you. It's not under all circumstances. Keep in mind, we have to appraise the, not, the, thought, uh, and the thought process and mindset of the person as they gathered before the holiday that dirt. V'hu, she yeched lo kerin zavit. This is all true and specifically under the circumstance that the person took the dirt and placed it in a kerin zavit miyuhad. of course, means specific, set aside. Keren Zavit means a corner. In other words, if a person were to take the melokupa afar, he brings the box of dirt and just spreads it out on the floor, or just puts it in a random area, not specifying that this is in its place, such a circumstance we don't assume that that individual had a mindset to use it for all matters, and as a result it would be asur. We would say it's mivutala gavarkarka. gavar karka, we would say that it now becomes a part of the dirt, of the garden, of the home, of the chorva, wherever it was placed, says Mor specifically and only when he was meacheda keren zavit. Metive, says the Gemara, we have a general question on this whole concept, and it sounds like, and will appear as if initially it's coming out of left field, which it is, but it's very much running into the infield. So here's the statement. We're talking not about a haya or an off, those are the animals and birds that we're familiar with that need Kisui Hadam. As we mentioned in our introduction with regards to this mitzvah Kisui Hadam, the Torah is clear in the context of undomesticated animals, we call that Hayah, and birds that you need to do Kisui Hadam. The Gemara and Masechet Hulin and Af has a derasha that with regards to Behemah, domesticated animals, the Torah describes how you spill the blood on the floor like water, in the same way water doesn't need to be covered, so too for domesticated animals, doesn't need to be covered either. We discussed this philosophically and so forth. What about if I'm dealing not with a hayah, nor with an off, not even with a behemah, I'm dealing with an animal known as a koi. What's a koi? Well, a koi, Rashi interprets as a safik behemah, safik hayah. It had uh, this Gemara elsewhere talks about the specifics, but you see the words of Rashi right on the right hand side, Safek Hayas Safek bema. There was a cross breeding of two types of animals, one domesticated, one not that domesticated, a and a And in turn you have this animal which is called a koi. I don't know, bull sounds like it, I don't know. I'll, I'll leave that to you. Um, I'll leave, leave the, uh, or tomorrow's banner, someone who knows these sorts of matters. But koi is, a, is a, neither a domesticated nor an undomesticated. Alternatively, some other opinions, even in the Gemara, have it as a biryah bifnei It's an animal which is different. It's neither easily characterized as domesticated nor easily determined to be a wild animal. What's its status with regard... What's that? I and know. you're, why oh not? Yeah, it has all the so simanim of. Buffalo, I don't know. Okay. All right, there you go. So you and Eli, you got buffalo and we have bulls and all that sort of matters. Fantastic, we pinpointed what the Gemara couldn't. Well, anyway, that, listen, no, according to that interpretation, if it's the Tai and Tzvi, maybe it is. Regardless, I mean, you know, I'd love to pinpoint and have, be able to give a visual, but with regards to the halakha over here, It's neither a a straightforward behema nor a straightforward hayat called safik. I'm uncertain whether to do kisuya adam on this animal or not. What's the halakhaf I slaughtered, let's call it a buffalo for now, on Yom Tov? You should not be slaughtering it on Yom Tob. Let's pause for a second and understand why. Well, on the one hand, if it is considered a Haya, if it's a wild animal, an undomesticated animal, it would necessitate, it needs Kisui Hadam. that's straightforward. Who said I'd probably have the dirt prepared for it? However, if it's a behemah alternatively, if it's a domesticated animal, we said the Gemara tells us the halacha dictates you don't do kisui hadam on a behemah. And as a result, the dirt, our assumption is, is forbidden to use with regards to covering up the blood of this animal. Let me repeat again. Since I'm uncertain whether this is a domesticated or undomesticated animal, I say don't touch this animal on the holiday with regards to slaughtering. Why not? Because once I slaughter it, I'll be tempted to, because I think it might be a haya covered up with dirt, which would be the mitzvah, but it might also be a behemah. If it's a behemah, if it's a domestic, animal, it's asur to be using the dirt. As a result, stay away from this. And in truth, if you went against what we warned you and told you, don't touch that animal, don't slaughter it on the holly. You went ahead, and you can't go and, and, and cover it up with dirt. But why not? It might be a haya. Alternatively, we say to you, and slap you a little bit. But it might be a behemoth. If it's a behemoth, you can't be using this dirt. Adam is a mitzvah from the Torah. I'll tell you, you know, hold some thoughts uh, Eli <laughs> uh, for some time good thoughts um, but uh, is specifically for our purposes the Gemara at this point is uh, long before your question says the Gemara wait a second we just spent the first 15 minutes 20 minutes of today saying that if you prepare dirt before the holiday you can use that dirt the Chol those are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. Even the, even the Beraita said, lechasot bo, you can use it to cover up. So I don't understand. It didn't say it's lechasot, because it's a mitzvah. Rav Yehuda didn't say if it's a mitzvah. The statement was it's considered mukhan, sp- uh, Provided that you specified, you brought some dirt and prepared it before the holiday. That's permitted for usage. Says the Gemara, and if it's so, now, as we've been suggesting until now, kederav You should be covering it like Rav And He said, but wait a second. It might be a behemah. Doesn't need kisui. It's a problem with the dirt. There's no problem with the dirt. You could be using the dirt according to Rav Yehuda, to cover up if your baby went to the bathroom in the corner. You could use it up if uh, there was a spilled uh, something and you're not able to clean it up. So you want to just cover it up over the holiday. Keep in mind, there was once dirt floor. It was easier. You'd cover it with dirt. But you're allowed to do all those things. You're not allowed to cover the blood because it might be behem. Okay. It might be a behemah, a mabruk and just cover it in such a circumstance. Says the Gemara, okay, we'll accept the question, but we'll throw it right back at you. <laughs> And, and according to your logic, who's asking, says the Gemara for Rav Yehuda, you're attacking my opinion? That if I prepare dirt before the holiday, I'm allowed to use it? Let me remind you of what we learned in our Mishnah back on page 2a, the Beta Mudal. if we had two specific halachot, which we've dealt with in recent days. The Mishnah at the end mentioned two specific halachot. Number one, if a person were to slaughter, a person slaughtered already let's do it like that on the holiday you're allowed to cover it up with dirt provided that there was a deker na'ut, there was a shovel in the ground already remember the issue? it needed to be a deker na'ut, shovel in the ground it had to be an hawach, the dirt had to be already brittle and soft but under those circumstances you could cover it up that's all so- What's that? Uh, just, uh, just as good. I'll let me remind you something else we learned in our Mishnah. The Mishnah said, para. we interpret it instead as the Efer I'm sorry, Mukhanu. We said at the end of the Mishnah, and furthermore, the Efer Kira, the ashes that come from the oven, are prepared. So let me ask you a question. Your question to me suggests the Gemara for Rav Yehuda is. Why don't we, with regards to a koi, the Safek Behemah, Safek Hayah, covered up with the dirt that you had prepared beforehand, because I told you, you could prepare for beforehand, I have the same question. I don't understand this beraita in context of our Mishnah. You could have had a shovel prepared beforehand. That's not my statement. It's the Mishnah's statement. You could have had the ashes from the oven beforehand. That's not my statement. It's the Mishnah's. And according to your it's reasoning, you're questioning me, why don't you just cover it up in any of the other permitted ways? Ela, rather, you perforce, we by definition need to suggest, it has to be that in this Beraita we're talking about, where you didn't have the shovel in the ground before the holiday, you didn't have ashes which were burnt in your oven before the holiday. If that's the case, now I'm stuck. It's Haya I'm uncertain. What am I going to do? I don't have anything prepared beforehand. Okay, you're not allowed to cover it. You shouldn't be slaughtering the buffalo. What's that? Hang on with that point. So too, says the, Gemara, says the Gemara for Rav Yehuda, it has to be that there is no prepared dirt. So it's not a question on me, it's a general question. The answer has to be, you didn't have anything prepared. You didn't have a dirt shirt, a, a shovel in the ground. You didn't have uh, ashes to the oven. And by extension, you didn't have prepared dirt. That's not a difficulty. That's what the Biraita is talking about. Context is everything. The context is you didn't have anything prepared. Says the Gemara, you didn't have anything prepared. What's that? For the koi. If you didn't have anything prepared, says the Gemara, so then why are we only talking about a koi? Let me remind you again. I didn't have any, any dirt prepared. I didn't have any ashes prepared. I didn't have any shovel in the ground with dirt that's prepared in that fashion. Ultimately speaking, I don't have dirt prepared. Would anyone, in their right mind, any rabbi or layperson alike, say you should slaughter in that situation? Of course not. If you don't have any dirt prepared, it doesn't matter if it's a hayah, if it's an ov, or a koi. What's that? Understood. Why teach me the law? It's not a case. It's not... Rabbi, I slaughtered the koi. It's rather if you slaughtered a koi. Don't slaughter the koi. This is, not the, this is not if it happened. This is the class. I get up and I'm teaching the, the, the congregation on the holiday. Gentlemen, I know you have uh, many animals at home. Don't go home and slaughter your buffalo if you don't have any, ba- uh, any dirt prepared. So I'm raising only a buffalo? I so, said, "Ooh, that's an interesting question. Why they only talk about a buffalo? That's the question of the Gemara. If you're talking about, and that's what you suggested, you don't have any dirt prepared, you have a problem with Mukse in that direction, well, then why are we only talking about a koi? If this is the case, that you don't have anything prepared, my irya why were you talking about a safik? That's what we call the koi, the safeq be'ema, safek haya, afilo vaday it should be even if it's vaday haya, it's vaday off. We are fully certain that this is a wild animal to deer. We're fully certain this is a chicken. Under those circumstances as well, by extension, in the exact same fashion, the halakha is and will be that you can't slaughter. If you did slaughter, you can't do kisui because that would be a, that would be a problem, potentially a milacha beyond... Beyond Muqseh. Says the Gemara, Suggests the Gemara, the truth is this halakha does and would apply to all animals, domesticated, undomesticated, and birds. No question. If you don't have dirt, don't slaughter on Yom Top. you slaughtered already, you can't cover. However, Perhaps we would have made an exception with regards to the suffix situation, our koi. Why would we make an exception? Well, certainly in the circumstance where it's (laughs) vada'i haya, and it necessitates a kisui in that circumstance. I say, you can't do the kisui, don't do the slaughtering. Over here, with regards to this koi, maybe I would say, maybe it would cross my mind. Listen. I have to weigh something. Rabbi, listen to the situation carefully. I'm not going to have meat for the family. We're not going to have some hot yom tov. It's no refrigeration. There was no way of us freezing or preserving the meat from before. We need the meat. We forgot to prepare dirt. We don't have any dirt. Listen, ultimately speaking, this might be a behemah. It's a safik. If it's a behemah, it doesn't need a kisui at all. So maybe I should slaughter this and not do a kisui, because it's a safek In this circumstance, Maybe I should say, listen, it might be a domesticated animal where it doesn't need a kisui. It might be an undomesticated animal where it does need a kisui. What am I going to do? I have simhat yom tob. Safik, whether it's, it needs kisui or it doesn't need kisui. Vada'i, I need simhat yom tob. Let me slaughter it, not cover it, and eat it. Uh, worst comes to worst. I was over and I say, I don't want to do that, but it's a Saffet for Mitzvah simhat Yom Tob, Kama Shma'lan, the Hidush it's not so, we don't do that. We don't say to you, ve Ve'aseh, we don't say to you in this circumstance, once it's already said and done, okay, we'll say to you, don't cover it, but we don't say to you, you need to fulfill the Mitzvah simhat Yom Tob, go and potentially violate in order to do it, I don't do that. We well, say, but even by the court, even by the court, Vadai by the What? What's that? But the Avad you already slaughtered it. We saw you tell you don't do kisui. We didn't say you can't eat from it. Right? Okay, so. You don't have a pile of dirt, that's what we're suggesting. Deletle. That's what we're suggesting for Rav Yudah. The question was on Rav Yudah, why don't you just use the pile of dirt? The answer of Rav Yudah, right back at you why don't you just use uh, the dekin in the uh, shovel in the ground? Why don't you just use the ashes from the oven? The answer was we don't have any of that. As a result, that's my circumstance. You said with the pile you use the dirt, so No. No. You say that? No. With the pile you can use the pile. That's it. So yes Good. yeah but it's a bitul mitzvah ta'aseh. we tell you not to do it no <laughs> correct it says the Gemara Vahamid de kataneh sefah v'im shehato en mechasin et damo miklal itle askinan. wait a second we've been paying attention only to half of the statement of this beraitah let's remember what the beraitah said I'll read it all to you koi en shehatim auto biyom to period Oh, we understood those words, we explained, that's talking about when I don't have dirt with which to cover it. Okay, got it. Now, next words. Vi'im she'hato, and if you already slaughtered it, en mechasin you're not allowed to cover it with dirt. Oh, wait a second, that sounds like I do have dirt and I'm just not allowed to use that dirt in order to cover it. I was like, mixing and matching from statement to statement. The first statement was I don't have any extra dirt with which to cover. That's why you shouldn't slaughter it. But the second statement is, no, you do have the dirt, you already did it, but don't use the dirt doesn't doesn't read straight you were suggesting that the whole statement the whole context the heading is the class is gentlemen if you don't have dirt don't slaughter if you did slaughter if you did slaughter don't cover of course don't cover I didn't have dirt obviously the circumstance was that I did have dirt I'm back to square one I turn back to Yudah and I say if I did have dirt Yudah, how come you're not covering with it Ela amar Raba, Efer kira uh, so rather says the Gemara Rava suggested, Ravah suggested rather that Efer Kira, keep in mind what Efer Kira is, it's the ashes which were left over in the, uh, in the oven is mukhan levadai ve'en mukhan lesafik It's certainly there, it's certainly prepared however, it's prepared specifically for vadai, uh, not for safik vadai of course meaning a hayah. Uh safik meaning a uh koi. why not? I d I don't understand. I had something prepared before the house yes Charles. Yes. So that
1: significance
0: here Why? Such as <laughs> Sfaradi, yeah. Swaradi, but a khalivatalah is what you're most nervous about, yeah. You would do it without a berachah, that's is my, is my guess, yeah. I don't, I don't know, I think, yeah, you'd still do the mitzvah, but you'd do it with that. Which part? I don't know, the Gemara is going to ask, you're ahead of me. Says the Gemara, Why is it that for safik, for uncertain, meaning for the koi, you're not allowed to use the efekira? What was the problem with the efekira? Had the ashes prepared before, it's prepared for any usage. The ka'avid guma. Maybe the reason is, in any of these circumstances, when the pile of dirt is collected, when you have the efekira, the ashes, when you have the item in the ground, any of those circumstances, I have a fear avid guma, what does avid guma mean? I might, by removing that dirt, removing those ashes, removing the shah, I might in turn make a guma, I might make a furrow in the ground. I might do melech et That says <laughs> the Gemara, wait a second. You're ish. So what's the difference if it's Safik or vaday? One more time. I, the, the statement here in the Gemara, in order to resolve matters is, we were specifically and only talking about koi, about safik. Why are you only talking about koi? Because in general, if you have the dirt prepared you could use the dirt. However, when it comes to the safik, you can't use it. Why can't you? Because it's not prepared for safek. Why is it not prepared for safik? I don't understand. I prepared the dirt before for all usage, including for this uh, the kisui. No, 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 Because no. uh, uh, the safik is worse. Why is the safik worse? Uh, it must be because there's... Uh, it was in my mind, but it must be a gezerah medirabbanan, the Gemara suggested. Even though I had it in mind, I said, we don't want you to do it. Why don't we want you to do it? Because you might remove it and in turn make a faro, meleket hoheesh. So says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, avid guma." Effectively, your question, uh, uh, when it comes to a haya as well, when it comes to off as well, you told me in our Mishnah that uh, I'm allowed to slaughter if I have the dirt You told me that I'm allowed to cover it up once I have the dirt. Rather, the answer to that was, as we said at the top of like Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba, if you recall, said, as long as the dirt which you're removing is for the express purpose of the dirt as opposed to the hole that it's making, that's Mutar or it's Patur. Why did Rabbi Abba say that? Either or Rashi told us, Tosafot suggested, Melacha Sheena, Tzirei Chali Gufa, conversation we had last week. But ultimately speaking, Leave the details aside, remember them from last week, from the top of the last Amud. The circumstance is, I can't find a reason to distinguish between vaday and Safik. Let me repeat again, we have a Beraita, and the Beraita tells us, Koi, specifically, a Safik situation, Safik haya, Safik Be'emah, And Shohatin, you can't slaughter on Yom Tov, im Shahat, don't be mechase, why not? So the suggestion is maybe a koi is diminished in stature and anything I prepared is not prepared for this diminished suffix situation. Why not? Well, maybe it's a problem of hofeir. Hofir would have been a problem by vaday as well. Clearly, we weren't nervous about it over there because of Ribi <speaking in Hebrew> Says the Gemara, maybe the reason is instead I'm going to pick up that, that dirt, I'll pick up by mistake or as well um, a, a, a hard clump of ground and I'll crush it. Remember, Melechet Ketisha, Tohen is what we refer to it as. Says the Gemara, if that's the case by a safik, by the Koi, it should be applicable just as much to Vadai, how come you're permitting kisui hadam covering the blood of a vadai haya and not to a safek? Vadai ki ka'avit ketisha te'aseh, vedachet lo ta'aseh. Says the Gemara, the difference between vadai and safek goes as follows. When I'm dealing with vadai, and this is where everything closes itself, for a period when I'm dealing with a safek, safek haya, I have a particular issue, and that is the Gemara's suggestion right now. I'm going to be picking up that dirt from the ground, potentially including with the larger prepared pile something else which is hard, or even in the prepared pile, hard dirt. I'm going to have to, in order to do the mitzvah, crush it up. That's called kitisha melechet That's a problem. When it came to Vadai, when it came to a haya, when it came to a, a of, no issue. Why no issue? I have a mitzvah t'aseh. What's the mitzvah toase? hada. I have yes, lo shabbaton. Rashi quotes the pasuk from the Torah, but the principle in halacha, the Gemara in the first chapter of Masechet Yevamot, Daf Daf He, talks about this concept known as atease ase The general principle being that if, and the Gemara, will talk about the specifics with us briefly, if in the same moment that I'm performing a mitzvah say a positive commandment, I'm as well violating one of those prohibitions, that's permitted. The positive pushes it aside. Okay. Ramban Nachmani, famously, in his commentary to the Torah, Shemot Perikyotet Yotet suggests, Kabbalistically, mystically, that the concept is that... the Mitzvot ta'aseh are from the midah of ahava. is love. Mitzvot lo ta'aseh is yirah, is awe, is fear. Love and, 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 and that passion has a way, halachically speaking, according to the Torah, of pushing that awe and fear aside. Well, that being the case, says the Gemara, if I'm certain that I'm performing this mitzvah because it's a hayat, of of if I'm uncertain, you know you're performing a mitzvah right now. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's a buffalo. I'm not sure. It's a Is it a behema? So then effectively what you're doing is, let me tell you what you're doing right now. What you're doing in this circumstance is you're looking at a vada'i isur, certainly a prohibition, and a safek mitzvah ta'ase. I can't permit that. Semchatu Umtov is too expansive to suggest it in this context, but it wouldn't make a difference anyway because you have a vada'i which can be performed in other ways and fashions. And for that reason, again, you know, the, the, the vada'i in this context is going to be, you're going to be a step before that um, uh, in our session. You know, it reminds me of, I remember once asking one of my rabbis about a particular situation. It was fraught with all sorts of polit- political tension in Israel and it had a safeq halachas attached to it. So he said to me, what's your objective over here? I said, I'm curious about the, about this situation. So he said to me, you're playing with fire. That's a mitzvot, lo no over there. was a kare, karet, uh, isu karet. Is it, you're telling me you're gonna take a risk on this because, uh, well, maybe, uh, don't do such a thing. That's the suggestion of the Gemara. The difference between a koi and a hayah is, a koi is a safik, no ase doheh lo taase. A hayah is a vada, ase doheh lo It Says the Gemara, but it's still not simple. For whatever you start to go apparently, apparently, it's a Gizera Madrabanan, it's a Siag Madrabanan. Their fear is, even though you have it prepared, as you dig it out, as you pull it off, you might as well. It is a step removed, no question. We Alternatively, prepare even prepared. that may be hardened, maybe the, have the ashes. Have with that. If you had prepared ashes, okay. Says the Gemara, well, the ase dohe lo ta'ase is far from simple because... We have two paradigms, two models for this concept of aser and they both share one characteristic, and that is that the aser and the happen beidna at the very same moment. The examples the Gemara will quote for us over here are mila with sarat, and the second one is Sadin Okay, mila Saraat first. The Torah seems clear; tells us very explicitly, you can't play with leprosy with sarat. You can't cut it off you can't manipulate it in any way. However, the Torah also tells us, the understanding is, even though I'm going to be cutting off, if the baby has sarat, I'm going to have to cut it off, not allowed to do that. That's number one. Number two is sadin besisit. If I'm dealing with a garment, which is made out of linen, and I'm putting on techelet and sisiot, techelet needs to be made out of semeh, out of wool. You're not allowed to, of course, mix wool and linen. It's these and so have sha'at if one pushes aside the prohibition of the other those, each of those circumstances happen at the exact same moment as the mitzvah aseh is being performed the lo is being transgressed what about an hour circumstance I grab some of that dirt and I start crumbling it I crumble it and, I, and, and then a minute later I then throw it onto the blood that didn't happen in the very same moment and as a result, says the Gemara, you can't, even by a hayah, even by an off, have this sort of aaseh lota Says the Gemara, wait a second, emar, about nine lines from the top, kigon, when is it that we say uh, if I'm dealing with giving the circumcision when the baby has sarat alternatively when the garment is made out of linen and the strands are made out of wool uh, that's the word I was telling you means at the very time the that you uproot the prohibition you're establishing as well the over here at the moment that you're violating you're not fulfilling a mitzvah answers the Gemara as Morris just said there's no difficulty here is the blood this, um, this uh, tissue and let me demonstrate very simply I pick up um, the clumps of dirt and as I break them up they fall onto the blood in the very same moment. What's that? Very clever. Very clever. What about my diagram? Even more clever. Anyway, suggest the Gemara. That's how it's in Ased. It's at the very same moment. And therefore, for the moment, until tomorrow, the Gemara stands by this answer. So the Gemara suggests that the difference between koi and haya is koi has a safik, no ase doche lo ta'ase <laughs> haya has no safik, and as a result ate ase with the lo and as a result we stand somewhat strong for Rav Yehuda in him his maintaining his position his position again was that's what we began the whole day with that a person can be memalek hu pato afar set it aside before Yom Tob and use it lechol Amen